1: Three Down Greencast is brought to you by Lucky Bastard Distillers, Saskatchewan's premier micro
2: distillery, and by the Pile of Owens Brewing Company, brewed in the heart of Regina.
3: The following podcast may contain discussions supported by science that may be considered dangerous
0: to some listeners and conspiracy theorists. Discretion is advised.
2: Welcome! To the Three Down Greencast. That was impressive. You are listening to the internets only. We're recording because we have a new sponsor podcast. I am <laughs> Joel Gasson with John Fraser, as usual. Um, As yeah, we do have, we do actually have a couple of things we want to discuss on this week's episode. Um, Most notably, uh, both of us are both quite fond of discussing the league's so-called broadcast partner. Yes, yes, and,
0: yes. Oh, and, and the spiciest part technically my contract with them has expired <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's no new broadcast deal for next year. So I'm not like, honestly, in, in, and I'll get into it more, but I don't want to like go full Fraser Atomic Fire, but I can definitely be a little bit more opinionated than, you know, when I was under contract to them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so if you haven't heard, um, they will, the league had, sorry, TSN had initially announced that they were going to broadcast four preseason games this year. Now suddenly it is two. Uh, so we will discuss our thoughts on that overall. And apparently, there was a question that I missed uh, during Ask John Anything episode last episode we did. Um Either yes. no, no, we missed it, or or was it so good that I was saving it for this episode? <laughs> we'll we'll just we'll never know. The the, tr- <laughs> the truth will never be known. Quite frankly.
0: Uh, yeah, let's 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 <laughs> let's go with that. And it wasn't that you know we're we're being very much not draft experts. We really don't have football to talk about. It's not no. like we were reaching for ideas. And I went, "Hey,
2: there's this great question we didn't use last week." Mm-hmm. So we will touch on that one as well. But we're going to leave you in the dark a little bit as to which question uh, we missed. Though the person who sent the question may realize that we did not answer the question, so that's entirely possible. Well,
0: especially considering I DM'd them mm-hmm. about the question and going, "Hey." This sounds like a reference to something else that used to be popular and is no longer popular. And he's like, yes, it was a reference to that thing that used to be popular and is no longer popular.
2: Oh, that went over my head.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, when we get to it, I will explain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the connection and where the term that's used in the question comes from.
2: Okay. But yes, um, you I think it was also during that episode or last episode or it may have been the one before. I don't quite remember. Uh, you may have thought of nothing of John mentioning um, a certain distillery in this province and speaking something into existence. Um, <laughs> we may or may not have known at the time that this was in the works and was had a good chance of being finalized soon. Uh, but yes, we are uh, happy at this point to uh, do a little podcast business. And uh, welcome, a new sponsor on board, joining the, the Pile of Bones Brewing Company, will also be uh, out of Saskatoon, so I guess you can truly say that we are now a provincial prodca- podcast. Let's go! And John has uh, access to one of our sponsors finally on a regular basis, that <laughs> is um, the Lucky Bastard Distilling Company.
0: Yes, and, and it literally something, you're right, I do feel like we spoke into existence. People were asking me, like, why would you get Lucky Bastard on board? I said, well, we just talked about it, and then a friend of Joel's started working for the company and the final pieces were put in place.
2: Mm-hmm. So. I mean, we, we kind of been hinting at various um, spirits companies in this province of which there are numerous now that uh, one of them should get on board and uh, the dots finally fell in place. Uh, so yes, uh, proud to have the lucky bastard distilling company on our part of our team here. Uh, great stuff. Uh, they don't want oh, to cheap amazing. out and uh, make sort of run of the mill, whatever, just for the sake of making a quick buck. So It's, it's not, it's not neutral flavored grain spirit. It's actually
0: really, really good. And coming with that too. Uh, if you, I'm sure everybody here probably follows us on the socials, but at Fraser PXP on Instagram and Twitter, uh, where I'll be doing a cocktail of the month, uh, with the products from lucky bastard. And actually that's taken off already. Mm -hmm. Like I shared that to my Instagram and a whole bunch of people at work, um, were like, Hey, I have to try this. It's good it's gonna be really good. It actually, like, one of our newest uh, one of my newest coworkers, Megan, our new receptionist, was like, Have you ever tried it with strawberry jam? You throw some strawberry jam in there hmm. with your gin and some fizz. Or raspberry jam, pardon me. So I'm like I'm sure strawberry would work too. I'm like, well, I'd love to try that. But I drank all the gin. <laughs> I got the bottle on Saturday and uh. I got experimenting because I'm like, okay, cocktail of the month. I don't want to just Rip somebody else's recipe off. I want to kind of experiment with things that I like. Uh, so a quarter of the bottle was gone by the time I landed on uh, the cucumber lemony goodness I made uh, with the sugar. And uh, yeah, so when I was getting suggestions for the gin, I'm like, um, it's gone. And in fact, as much as I'm like, maybe I it will hold out till we record on uh, Wednesday. It uh, it did not. Uh, it is it's that good. Uh, the cocktail of the month is also that good. Hate to toot my own horn, but, uh, yeah, that stuff's good. So now, though, like at work, at the real job, people are like, hey, so when are you going to make that for us? I'm like, you bring me some gambit gin and some lemons and cucumbers, and I'll make a pitcher full for everybody. <laughs> you, you, you bring all the stuff, yeah. and I'll do the legwork. Mm-hmm and i'll test out you know got to make sure it's perfect so uh yeah. but yeah lucky bastard it's awesome uh, i love making cocktails it's really kind of become you know how people kind of found their things during covid uh mm. that has become one of my things uh glad to have them on board because uh as much as i love a good craft beer uh it's it's you can get really
2: creative with cocktails and that uh, that's Absolutely. that's a lot of
0: fun and, and all their stuff is so damn good
2: yeah and of course we always love to have support and support uh all our local producers in this province so uh, Oh absolutely absolutely so don't worry about everyone else we still love most of y'all as well so don't worry
0: Well even though even though you don't <laughs> give us product or or whatever we we will still And that and, okay and and that's the other thing too, that just on a quick aside, mm-hmm. that I love that both Lucky Bastard and Pile of Bones are like yeah we're on board we're sponsoring you we're giving you guys product you know obviously you, you know we think highly of them they mm-hmm. seemingly think highly of us but both companies are like, but don't be afraid to give some love, like like to other local producers, and that to me that's really cool. That that you guys, you guys that are listening know that we're not just shills for for these companies. We actually enjoy them. We love them. Uh, we've been talking about them for months, and they still give us the freedom to talk about other great local beers and local spirits in this province.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at, I mean, in the alcohol industry especially, and I'm sure it's true in many others, um, the competition isn't really between the locals. It's the locals versus everyone else. And the more you can grow the local sort of boat, the better it'll be for everyone. Not just, well, just lucky bastard needs to grow. Well, no, it's good if everyone grows. Cause then everyone kind of gets a bigger piece of the pie from everyone else. And that's, that's kind of, that's what matters most, quite frankly.
0: No, absolutely. It does.
2: So yeah, uh, we will be talking about uh, what happened between TSN and the CFL this week. And, uh, answer our final question from Ask John anything, but uh, before we get into all that, John, for the Pile of bow and Marine Company, what is in the glass this week? In the
0: glass this week was intended to be our cocktail of the month as I alluded to, but you the had gamut one gin job. was just... Yeah, I had one job <laughs> and I But that's okay. Also, that's why I was wise enough because I love the Campbells Gin, I really mm-hmm. do. Um, I was wise enough that I said to the boys, th- and and actually it was Max and Connor that did all the camera work on that. Yep. I said to them on Sunday, I'm like, I have to record this <laughs> before I drink this entire bottle, so that's why. Otherwise, you're it.
2: going to buy another one and making it later.
0: <laughs> you no, know, that's it. Was funny. I thought about doing that today when I went to the liquor store, but uh, at the liquor store, uh, speaking of great local producers that don't give us free stuff yet, uh, Blackbridge Brewery, the Uno IPA is back. And it's just one of those IPAs that when you see it, you must have it. It's mm-hmm. like your eyeballs pop out of your head as though you were an early, like, 50s cartoon character. Uh, I found this batch at the Co-op Liquor Store, uh, and there was literally two four-packs left. Like, it's like when you see Uno, Uno goes in a lot of mouths. So mm-hmm. uh, I've got myself a Blackbird Uno IPA. If you like IPAs, you're going to love it. If you don't like IPAs, you're probably not going to love it.
2: That's a very fair assessment. Blackbridge also recently just came out at this, like it just arrived in Regina today. This new honey rye lager, which has me intrigued.
0: Ooh, that does, that does, that does. I I did make a honey garlic sauce. I wonder if that would pair with the honey garlic lager
2: or the honey, not honey garlic. (laughs) 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 Honey garlic (laughs) lager. (laughs) Ah, Although
0: although in fairness, in Uh, fairness, that would be better than the mayo dog. Yeah, it
2: would be better than the mayo dog. but that's a pretty low bar. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and it would almost, I bet you a honey garlic blogger would almost be peak Saskatchewan, though. Nathan, if Like, everybody listening. loves their garlic sausage out here. Uh, I feel like it would somehow work. Maybe. Probably uh, not, but
2: hey, I'm going to uh, try. You never know. Uh, for me, in celebration, I guess, of uh, our new sponsors, Lucky Bastard, maybe not really. Um, I'm going with our OG, the unofficial official beer of the podcast, The Pile of Bones, White IPA. Um, it's It's spring? safe to say that now so knock, um... knock i have a real wood <laughs> desk i'm knocking on it right now gas so uh, yeah beers are getting lighter easier drinking and it's just uh just a good and, uh, easy drinking beer for a wednesday night
0: yeah i was out uh, playing baseball in the backyard with the kids uh with like large foam balls uh, mm-hmm. uh max said the only way i could score was to hit it into the alley and he scored anytime i didn't hit the ball so
2: ah that sounds so. sounds perfectly reasonable <laughs> Guess
0: you won. It was not the 36-year-old. It was the 7-year-old. Uh,
2: uh, not winners this week were CFL fans.
0: I knew that was going to be it. I knew it. It came out of my mouth. I knew that was your transition.
2: Um, So, yeah, you may have heard the news by now. If not, breaking news. Um, The CFL on TSN has apparently shed their preseason broadcast schedule in half. So a number of months ago, and this is the part that really annoys me, the master of the whole thing. A number of months ago they announced there was going to be the four games that they were going to play on TSN during the preseason, which I believe is the fairly normal number that they do, is it not? Yeah
0: yeah, 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 it's yeah. usually two for each week of the preseason. yeah.
2: And so okay, fine. I mean, there's discussions about you know whether there should be more than that, you know because you know I mean if you look at it, we're in an era where pretty much every Canadian NHL preseason game is on TV.
3: Yes, local, or, or, locally,
2: locally or nationally, one or the other, or live or live streamed, alternatively. Yeah, uh, same with every NFL preseason game. I believe a number of Raptor preseason games are on TV. Yes, um, a number of Blue Jays spring training games are on TV, uh, and they have to travel to Florida to call those ones. It, it,
0: it's it's oh, <clears throat> that's such a terrible existence. Um, I can tell you, uh, lacrosse preseason games are on TV.
2: Yeah, and so. Now, out of however many CFL preseason games there are, um, two of them are going to be, as far as we know at this point, on TV. Now, in the past, some teams have streamed them, and some teams have found ways to do that. Some other teams have kind of been blocked at times. Other teams just haven't had the interest in doing it. Regardless, um, I'm, I'm kind of torn on this. Like, On one hand, I really do not like preseason sports. And so if I was a casual viewer of this league or just a fan and not someone who is, you know, covering a team or following a team or whatever you want to say I do these days. (laughs) I probably wouldn't care this much, quite frankly, quite frankly. You're you're right. But Um, it is 2023. And I don't think it's good when you have content available to not make it available as uninteresting as it may be at times.
0: Well, and here's the thing. I'd be interested to see if the teams were allowed to stream their own pre... Like, if you're going to cut preseason games and still tell the teams that you're not allowed to put out your own production of this game, uh, that to me is some sort of BS. Because I remember uh, a few years ago, and this was before the current broadcast deal with TSN, this was the previous broadcast deal with TSN, uh, that Dan Plaster, our basically third man on this show, called a Riders game on a live stream. Uh, it was a preseason there's been, Yeah, game. there's been a few here or there. Yeah, Right, right. And I, I think, you know, if you're the team, you have, especially the new stadiums, you have built-in cameras, you have the facilities to, to put out, like, is it going to be A++ plus camera work with drone cams and cable cams? No. but oh, I mean, you... that's
2: 75% of regular season CFL games don't have that.
0: So. Exactly. But, if, but <sighs> if you want to watch, you know, a, a bit of not the house feed, but something that's a little bit better produced than the house feed, yeah, the team should be allowed to put it out there. Now, what I find interesting is I heard that teams were not allowed to stream their preseason games as part of this new broadcast deal. I, I do distinctly remember hearing that when they sa- signed the new one. So I'd be really interested to see if, okay, yeah, we're not going to broadcast your games, but we're not going to let you stream them. That seems like, you know, taking aim at foot and firing Um yeah, I, I, your hardcore fans mm-hmm. are gonna want to watch it. They're gonna want to listen to it. They're gonna want to, you know, have some involvement. I like. I remember. Like the, the only time I can think of anybody being relevant in the preseason was I was about seventy-two beers deep, uh, watching Corey Sheets uh, when
2: he had. I his mean, coming. relevant in the preseason went on to be good. Yeah, because exactly. there was that pre that preseason where Keith Toaston looked really good and then did nothing.
0: No, that's that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly it. I, I remember that. But Sheets is really the only one that comes comes to mind. But. Uh to me if you want to if you want to watch it like don't bar the teams from producing it. Now another argument I saw and I'm going to peel back the curtain now that my contract ex- has expired. Uh and there's no broadcast deal for next year even though I'll probably sign a contract with the Russian some capacity for next year, at least I'm hoping to. Um a lot of the stuff I've heard some people go, "Well, they're adding the CEBL, so that's taking their people." <laughs> I can I can tell you, it's not TSN's people that does this. I got to work with yeah an incredible crew of freelancers <clears throat> this this rush season i got to work with guys from dome and freelancers that are just some of the hardest working salty earth people you'll ever meet mm-hmm. right so the argument that wow well, they have too much going on no anything that's not on the mainstream network they're not they're it's not their people it's no. it's, it's freelancers incredibly talented freelancers great guys to work with great guys and women to work with but like to see that argument? Like, come on! Like, they're not there's not a chance a soul is going anywhere. That's you know your your TSN plus the EBL games, which great for the CEBL I know it's done good things for the NLL, um, good for them. But come on, guys! Like, it's just it it seems it seems like a cop out by your sole broadcast partner. And to me, this opens up why they need multiple broadcast partners. I don't even I don't even care if it's some joke of a network like Game TV, but you got to get somebody <laughs> else in there. <laughs> I
2: didn't, really, uh, <laughs> I didn't really like that one. Yeah, and I, I mean, and it's 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 funny that this happens like two days after Victor Qui, who had great ideas talking about you know potential expansion and things that they have to do differently and all this, was also praising the work of TSN and how TSN wants to innovate and has make the league do better and all this sort of stuff. And then a couple of days later, they're like, oh yeah, we we're just gonna cut our preseason schedule in half and i mean there's there's a there's a very big contraction across sports media across north america but especially in canada right now so maybe this shouldn't be too big of a surprise but like like it doesn't even, to me it doesn't even have to be on the main network at this point no, no like to me i think this is the opportunity like okay you at some point they say they're going to maybe because i'm a cable subscriber that's why i still get it i don't know if the the Plug's been pulled on TSN Plus being free or yet not. But it's like, okay, you have this thing here. You're eventually going to want people to pay money for this. Most of the stuff you have on there right now is not something I think people are going to pay for at this point.
0: So... I I I I would agree with you, and I say that as a man with an
2: expirer with an expired. Well, the NLL season is over, so that yeah, exactly. So as of today, <laughs> well, as of today, well, I mean, the NLL they the, so, the season right... is over. Everyone else doesn't matter. Exactly. Um... <laughs>
0: I mean no the rush I have one more game in vegas that i want to uh, watch with the terrible fair. vegas announcers but um but you know but, what i mean
2: like realistically but you're absolutely
0: right and, and some like i still have to like i i'm the same as you i still subscribe to tv largely because the cost of tsn and TSN Plus and sportsnet is still about the same as my cable packages now people go mm-hmm. you haven't cut the cord
2: no if it's not' cost I've, me i've held on to the cord for so long that it's not worth it at this point <laughs>
0: Well, that's it. If it's if it's going to be fifty bucks a month to stream TSN and Sportsnet, and my cable package costs me sixty, including yeah. some movie channels for those hungover Sunday afternoons that a John Wick flick comes on, then of course I'm going to keep it. Right? Um, I, I, I'm with you. Like I'm surprised that they're not encouraging the teams to go out and and, and activate those freelancers that I just spent a season working with. And you and, don't need to tell me. them.
2: Like I know. I'm fairly certain. That Mosaic Stadium itself has the infrastructure to essentially put on a broadcast without bringing in a dome truck. If if Sastel Center can do it. Yeah. Or any it, kind of outside truck. Like, they can do it out of the Maxtron room just fine.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And I mean, like, if Sastel Center can do it with a bamboo shoots truck... Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like let's face it, the, the the equipment at SaskTel Center, and I know the the guys I worked with for TSN this year, it's archaic, it sucks, and it's held together with duct tape, string, and hope. Yeah. So if they can throw together a, a nice looking NLL broadcast with that stuff and a local and a local truck,
2: is, you're, yeah. So produce these things locally, however, whatever means you feel you ne- works, exactly, and then put it on with, TSN Plus.
0: Exactly, you're doing this with the CEBL. You've just yeah. done this with the NLL to great success. The model's there. You have the people there. I've worked with these people. They're competent people. They're awesome people. Like, why not do, why not do it that way? You want to get into streaming. You want to drive subscribers to your platform. And, and hey, if there's something that's going to make people in Saskatchewan pay $19.99 a month for, it'll be the diehard fans that want to watch their riders and want to watch the two preseason games and see, is the next Corey Sheets out there? Or is it another –
2: was it Keith Toastin? Yeah.
0: Oh wow! I got a name right.
2: Because <laughs> yeah, like a, a number of these people are probably going to subscribe during the season. But if all all of a sudden the entire preseason is on there, that's probably an extra month you get out of anyone who may subscribe to TSN Plus just for the CFL. At,
0: at, at the bare minimum, you're probably going to get about two hundred like staff members, scouts, coaches, uh, f- like you're going to get the subscriptions from guys that are probably playing their one professionalish game and have an opportunity to do that you're going to get the the family and everybody mm-hmm. watching right like like I, I know our numbers our numbers were huge with in, in the nll with our last home game with a local kid betwixt the pipes
3: support for this podcast and the following message come from coriant
0: So I I, I I just really hope that even though they're not taking the ball and running with it, that they're not preventing teams from streaming these, like some rumors I've heard say they might.
2: Yeah, and I, I don't know for a fact if that's the case because we're kind of in between, like there was a previous deal, there's a new deal, and so we don't really know, I don't really know exactly where all that stands right now. Um, but I would hope, and this is something where if, if it is true, if it is, if the teams at this point aren't allowed to do this because TSN owns everything like they had in the past, then that is a major mistake by the CFL to give the TSN that kind of power again rather than saying, okay, in the regular season and the playoffs and the Great Cup, sure, absolutely, yes. Obviously, you own everything. But in the preseason, if you're not going to broadcast a game, you relinquish the rights to that game. Yes, absolutely. That's the way it should be and that's the way it needs to be. But... <laughs> And if, and if the but, league didn't if the league couldn't get that in, then sorry, you, you they failed on that front as well.
0: Well, absolutely. and let's let's put two and two together because again, you and I talk about the most popular franchise in the CFL. We know if there's no streaming option for the Saskatchewan Rough riders and their preseason games. We know there's language like that in that TV deal because the Riders know they can make money hand over fist having a different voice on that call on the TV stream or the web stream and allowing their fans to watch that.
2: I'm just... I snuck another one in there, didn't I? Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to think, like, I... Not, un, like, sort of off the record, I think I've been told that stream the writers did before didn't make the money, so I don't know. But it would, it would still be a good idea for them to do it. Well, let's just blame Plaster for that. <laughs>
0: Even though even though Dan is phenomenally talented. Let's just he's our buddy. Let's just blame him. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So it's it's just I don't know, it just continues to be disappointing that you know, here we are all these years into this deal with TSN and it just it doesn't seem to be getting better despite everyone like everyone from all sides on this is saying they want it to get better or they want to work harder or they want to try things differently and it's the talk isn't being backed up. And that's that's amongst the most frustrating part of this, because, okay, as you said, you you had an opportunity to invade here. It's not like a life transformative thing that's going to revolutionize the CFL on TSN. But you have the platform to provide these games while keeping your main network open if you wanted.
0: No, and and keeping your main TSN network open and the fact that they haven't even, you know, thought about putting the Grey Cup on CTV... Uh, instead, instead, probably just giving us reruns of the Spencer sisters that'll be almost certainly canceled by that point uh, is yeah. again.
2: Well, I mean, we we can there. That's an entirely different conversation as to why the Great Cup isn't on CTV and won't be on CTV
0: ever. I I know. I just I just wanted to take a shot at one of the shittiest <laughs> looking shows I think I've ever seen promos for, like. I just I I I I'm just I'm just taking shots at I'm, I'm I'm taking shots at game plus, I'm taking shots at the current voice of the writers, I'm taking shots at the Spencer
2: sisters. How dare you Who's... say that about Rob Vanstone? <laughs> <clears throat> CC Greg on Sports.
0: <clears throat> <laughs> oh, speaking of Greg on sports. Speaking of Greg on Sports. Oh yeah,
2: we completely forgot about that, didn't we?
0: Oh, we blew that. Um you might have noticed and you'll see it here coming up. <laughs> In this post, but uh, we have a new logo. Uh, a big thank you to Greg McCullough, Greg on Sports, uh, who's like, I Plaster's the third man on this podcast. Does that make Greg the fourth? Sure. In terms of depth chart. Because Ariel yeah. had to remove herself from the depth chart. So I think yeah. Greg has moved up just off the graphic design work. But uh, no yeah. Logo. It, it probably
2: was Haji, but now that he's retired, I don't know if we need him anymore.
0: That, that's fair. And, <laughs> and, and, and Cullen's too big of a deal with his whole, like, Winnipeg, you know, headlining at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, having his own CBC Gem stand up, right? So,
2: and I don't know uh, if we I, can really put a guy who doesn't care much for the CFL in the rankings, quite frankly.
0: Actually, a guy who's my entire relationship with him started because he thought it was a joke that his podcast was behind a CFL podcast. So not this one. uh, No, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, the other one, the other one, the other one (laughs) one I used to be a part of. I have no shots to take at them today. All right. I, I I will. I, I, in fact, you know, two and out, we're good now. We're good. There's peace now. So, um, so, okay. Yeah. Greg's 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 the fourth man in on this. Mm hmm. He's like the fourth referee on the NHL ice. <laughs> but does some good stuff that brings the attention. But seriously, Greg, thank thank you for the logo. And I'm yes. glad you're mentioning this 25 minutes in. Uh, and I'm also... More than that, glad... but yes. <laughs> it's 27 according <laughs> to bring to my Skype timer. Um, but I will have to tell him about that because he will enjoy that Vanstone dig almost as much as I did because, holy shit, gas, yes, it's one of your best.
2: Right. Uh, one of the best questions we apparently missed or I chose not to ask last week or last, I, I last time we recorded, whenever that to was. Your,
0: to your credit, I mm-hmm. think you flat out missed it because when, I, when you texted me, again, peeling bath curtain, you texted me, you're like, okay, we're going to talk about LB, TSN, and what? Mm-hmm. And I spent most of the day going, fuck, what do we talk about? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, wait, we didn't get to this question from we can say it now we can talk about it we didn't, yes. didn't, didn't get to this question from our friend friend of the program Jacques Cartier mm-hmm. um and I you were like which one was that I'm like okay you missed well, it. once
2: you sent it to me though I'm like okay I vaguely remember this question
0: and it's a very good question yeah. so uh even though I was arm <clears throat> deep in cooking uh some honey garlic uh honey garlic pork with rice and well, that's butter. why honey
2: garlic's on your mind
0: that's it. That, that's 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 I honey, honey, garlic, pork with rice, uh, buffalo cauliflower. Uh, Johnny learns how to cook. Uh, we're not uh, unless we get like Hello Fresh to sponsor us, I'm not <laughs> cooking on on any videos. <laughs> that's a little bit harder for Max and Connor than the minute and a half it takes me to whip up a cocktail. So, uh, but yes, uh, Jacques, um, and the reference I alluded to, mm-hmm. uh, the sports czar is something this used to be from like bill simmons like way back in the day like like espn page two like circa 2006 bill simmons so uh yeah and and that's why we're talking like oh yeah like i used to be a huge fan of bill simmons and then he kind of went off the rails and he was the first one to jump into gambling and i just i don't care hearing a man's opinion on movies Uh, I want to hear it on sports in the Boston Red Sox. So that is where this question comes from. And now, Joel, I will let you present the question.
2: Mm -hmm. From Jacques Cartier. uh, You are declared the supreme sports czar of Canada for life. You have ultimate control of all sports in the country. What are the first three changes you make?
0: All right. As the newly appointed sports sports czar, SFU football moves to Canada West. Uh, Then we also build a rocket ship to take the administrators and shoot them into the sun, Simpsons style. Um, It's just, it's a joke that that was never discussed and that was never uh, really a thing. And I hate to say it, Joel, Mm -hmm. but I think at this point, the only thing that could get SFU football into Canada West is a Canadian sports star. Um, Second, yelling shoot during a hockey game is met with a tasing. I went to the Blades, and actually, okay, great Fraser curse story. So the Saskatoon Blades recently just pulled off four in a row after going down 3-0 uh, in their series mm-hmm. against the Red Deer Rebels, one of the very few teams that's ever come back from a 3-0 series deficit. I hear Go there's Blades Mania everywhere. <laughs> across the province, <laughs> according to some local radio hosts. I'm sure Moose Jaw, Swift Current, Prince Albert, uh, and Regina might have something to say about that, but I digress about Blades Mania. So... I woke up last Sunday after the Rush game, and I decided "Ah, I'm going to take the Boyds to a Blades game. Playoff game, it should be fun. I text uh, Tyler with the Russians because, again, even though I make a very good living, I'm still cheap. So, of course, the Rush Blades, owned by the same incredible ownership group. Just top-notch ownership group here. Just the best owners you could ever have. I text Tyler, and I'm like, hey, can I get three tickets the playoff game literally 30 seconds later they're in my inbox awesome so i take the boys well this is game this would have been game three the one where they to go down three games to none they had six shots through two periods So apparently the Fraser curse is a thing mm-hmm. Saskatoon. You're welcome that I stayed at home and listened to the uh, great call of Les Lazaric, uh, my friend and former mentor uh, last night, but I digress back to this, back to the sports are comment. Uh, I, so I'm sitting in this section. We're having a great time. Blades go on the power play. And I, every time, Guys, got like a guy is like like a guy is like down on the ice, ready to block the shot, and the whole crowd's going shoot, shoot. It is so annoying, (laughs) and like it's unique to hockey. Like I've been to I've been to Rattlers games, had a great time. Nobody tells those guys to shoot. Been to lacrosse games, called many lacrosse games. Still, based on my math, I'm still the all time leader for rush games called until Cody passes me, said sometime next year. But Nobody yells shoot, but a hockey game you go to it's like a guy is gonna bury into a guy's shin pads And you're yelling at him to shoot and you won't stop yelling at him to shoot and every time and the whole crowd gets in it Then you boo (sighs) So that needs to be met if you do that you get tased There will be people patrolling the arena you say shoot (gasps) it's The sound of a man getting tased. (laughs) (laughs)
2: okay i didn't think i'd get fired up about that but here we are yeah you you were yeah you pulled back on some other things so it came out on people yelling shoot apparently (laughs) i know when to direct my anger and the final one
0: uh and this was uh i originally gave you four yeah uh, and then backed off one of them uh cheering is now allowed at curling events i think curling has a chance and talking to some of the players, like we have talked to, like mm-hmm. Colin, and, and 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 talking to several guys, curlers are in uh, are okay with like people making noise during shots and people cheering and booing and and hating on their favorite teams and loving their favorite teams and cheering for the hometown. You look at that Edmonton Brier that happened a few years ago, where it was like, and it, it, guys would miss shots and the crowd would go electric. <laughs> like,
2: and well, I mean, just, it's. Thirteen years later, and everyone's still talking about the 2010 Vancouver Olympics and the curling atmosphere there.
0: Well, that's it. Yeah. So, like, I get it. Like, you have you—you you almost need somebody to come out and say, "This is okay." You, I don't think it's going to organically happen, kind of like it has at the Waste Management Open and 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 the Par Three there. I almost think you need, and I'd like to see it start at the slams. Like, I get your national championships. I get your Briars, your Scotties, your provincial playdowns. You don't want to go full send yet, but, like, I would love, and I know all the players would love this too, people getting into it during the game. Like, it's the same argument as baseball. Like, I get it. Oh, you have to be perfectly quiet during a golf shot. Well, how come everybody can be going absolutely bananas, during if somebody's throwing a hundred mile an hour heater, you don't need to be silent then. No. So
2: no, like what the what the golfers what the golfers will tell you is it's like sudden noise that gets them. So like it's that's been taken as silence for years, but they'll tell you they love the Ryder Cup because everyone's cheering the whole time, but that's not a distraction because it's kind of a consistent white noise, right?
0: Well, well, and that's it. That's the same with the 2010 Vancouver Olympics. It's like there was talking, there was cheering, and then, you know, Sweden would miss a shot and the crowd would just go nuts, right? So, uh, and, and talking to curlers, they they are a
2: fan of that. So that is the third thing I, mean, I would do. It's it's a loud game. If you if they grew up, they did play in a club at one point where you can't right. hear each other anyway. So who cares?
0: <laughs> right, right. So you learn, you learn how to communicate with hand signals or you're just me. You just be the loudest asshole out there.
2: And get other players mad at you. <laughs> and
0: then become friends with those players though because they work for the blades uh there's 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 oh wait no you're talking about the men's bonds yes. That old lady wanted to fight me yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah sorry i thought you were talking about the t-
0: there was an incident on a tuesday night where somebody uh got mad at me for being too loud and then now we work together no this
2: was specifically about the men's spiel this year
0: oh yes 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 yeah. when that when that one lady like kept yelling at me and she got like really mad. So I get to keep talking hand to her. <laughs> I was very drunk at that time. And I'm no. glad we weren't, I'm glad we weren't wearing our actual sponsor jerseys. But, uh, no. so there's John, the sports are, uh, we are going to put SFU in can West. We are going to make shoot, uh, the shoot yell during a hockey game, punishable by tasing instant tasing, uh, and cheering is not allowed at all curling events for the record. The fourth one that just missed that just missed the cut uh if you start the wave you die the wave start not participating because kids are going to participate starting the wave punishable by death or banishment oh banishment yes you have to like pack your shit and go live in davidson
2: <laughs> i mean for some people like fake in that would probably be like yeah let's go <laughs> <laughs> I love a good <laughs> banishment <laughs> uh, For me um, Not nearly as Anger inducing <laughs> or as fun As John's in most cases well, I mean you are the great man <laughs> on this yes. podcast One of us has to be Sometimes um, I w- For the most part And I thought about this after our too, I sent th- it to you I think Jim at Football Canada obviously does a great job So maybe it doesn't apply to him Um, And and I know him personally. He's the one exception. I would say Jim's the one exception of this. Yeah. Basically, everyone else in charge of every sports body in this country just gone. It's time for a clear out of a rethink of sports in this country as clearly as if you've been following along. Um, The federal government is still looking into obviously Hockey Canada and uh, the investigation is now sprouted into other sports bodies. Yes. So um, basically, at this point, I would say probably no sport is safe. So it's better if we just wipe the slate clean and start over.
0: And, and and I can tell you from my dealings with Football Canada, and I really hope this isn't an old takes thing. It seems like Football Canada is filled with the most genuine people. So I'm sure Football Canada is going to get a look and they're going to go, we're clean. So my question, though, Gas, yeah. are we just banning them or are we shooting them
2: into the Sun style? <laughs> we're just banning them. <laughs> oh, but we can have a rocket
0: with Rosie O'Donnell and Tom Arnold we on can't it. Can't even
2: get rockets off this planet right now, man. <laughs> well, everybody but <laughs> SpaceX can. But
0: um, the space launch system look worked pretty well. Artemis was a success. Starship, not so much. Yeah.
2: Um, relevant today. With yes. The news, well, on a couple of fronts in Calgary and in Nashville. Um, though we do not control the United States. Uh, maybe one day. Uh ban and refund tax dollars spent on pro sports facilities or the teams and their billionaire owners have the options to convert it to a high interest loan a very high interest loan
0: no i'm i'm and i'm with you i'm with you on this one um a hundred percent i i think I think there needs to be an exception to that for the community-based teams that are, you know, they they don't have billions of the coffers. But if you're owned by people with net worths in the billions, mm-hmm. come on. Like Build your own project. Sorry. Well, that's that's <laughs> exactly it. Like, like I get it. Like, New Mosaic doesn't happen because it's a community. I, I still think the riders should have paid more into that, but that's... That's another discussion. I, I I don't disagree with you and yeah. and
2: it's and and
0: Winnipeg's debt magically being forgiven by the provincial government. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was in Winnipeg, I wouldn't be impressed with that but uh, no I am I'm with you or uh, or simply the alternative to this is mm-hmm. you make them sign a pledge that okay, we'll give you the taxpayer money, but you have to keep either ticket prices or concession prices at a certain level for a certain amount of years. So so let's.
2: Think, did they do that in Georgia?
0: No, Georgia just uh, Arthur Blank just decided. Oh, to Arthur
2: Blank just thinks that way. Okay,
0: yeah, Arthur yeah. Arthur Blank's just like I, I have more money than anybody, so I'm just gonna pass it, pay it along, right? So yeah, cause, so cause to I me knew,
2: I knew I don't think tickets to Falcons games are obviously cheap, but everything inside the stadium is reasonably priced. Yeah, it's priced.
0: It's, the, it's the same as the Masters, right? Like mm. like like to me, you know, I, there should be a thing like okay, if we're gonna give you three hundred million dollars until we're paid back that money. Tickets are X or concession prices are Y, basically saying that we're going to take we're going to garnish your profits until we're paid back. Once you're paid back, then you have the opportunity to do what you want. But uh, I I do think that there'd be something to be said that okay, yeah, you give a billionaire owner three hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. but you know, beers are for I mean, maybe not beers. You don't want everybody getting zesty, but everything.
2: Every but, night is looney dog night. I like well, to. Well,
0: that's it. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. You can get a hot dog and a popcorn for five bucks. Yeah. Right. Like, not just enough to cover the the manpower there, the food there.
2: I, I that well, that would be my alternative to that. But I agree with you hundred percent. And uh, lastly, not quite so serious in terms of um, the discourse in the way of our world right now. Uh, I would, and this is, I consider this sports. Uh, we will rename the TSNs, uh, so people will stop bitching when things are only on three, four, or five.
0: <laughs> it, it's funny because it's it's such an absurd thing, but I'm like the amount of social media chatter, It's uh, like, yeah,
2: what, what every you- time, every time, especially there's a CFL game. It's like, why is it only on TSN three? Why is it on TSN one? because TSN 1 3 4 and 5 are all national feeds with a regional bent. Yes. <laughs>
0: TSN 3 is the prairies basically. Yes. It is it's us out here up to northern Ontario. That's why you get the Jets, that's why you get you know the Bombers and Riders. So I, I it just yeah, name it TSN Prairies and yep.
2: you would have almost... you, you would have uh, you I guess it would have like TSN TSN2 TSN Prairies TSN Ontario. G- yes. And I guess they're four and five in and Ontario and TSN East, like the Sportsnet East used to be.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's exactly it. And, it. and it's funny because, like, Sportsnet doing that before, like, there's no mm-hmm. way they could have trademarked that idea. No. It makes sense. When I turn on Sportsnet West and the Oilers are on, I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Or when I want to watch my Winnipeg Jets, uh, it makes sense that, yeah, on Sportsnet 4K, Uh, the, the Maple Leafs are going to be on there before the Jets are on there. So, oh, wow. My, uh, my Apple watch just picked up that entire conversation and says, I'm not sure I understand.
2: (laughs) That's, uh,
3: it's
0: very fitting for this podcast. Yeah. And very fitting for most of my rants.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corrient.